Pastor Katie. We are continuing in a sermon series that we started a couple weeks ago uh, called Google It. Um, the idea behind the, the series is that um, Google has become a, a dominant force in our culture and it is used by millions and millions of people uh, each and every day to learn about things, to, to, to gather information, uh, and sometimes you could say that it is the primary tool that people use in a quest for answers. And with it being such a, a dominant source for people seeking answers, um, the sermon series seeks to look at the ways in which the Google answer may or may not be in line with what we would call a scriptural answer or least a uh, scriptural perspective. Um, Psalm 65 is where we are today. Psalm 65 and our Google, our Google it word is joy. Joy. Praise is due to you, O God, in Zion, and to you shall vows be performed. O you who answer prayer, to you all flesh shall come. When deeds of iniquity overwhelm us, you forgive our transgressions. Happy are those whom you choose and bring near to live in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, your holy temple. By awesome deeds, you answer us with deliverance. O God of our salvation, you are the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest seas. By your strength, you established the mountains, you are girded with might. Your silence, you silence the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, the tumult of the peoples. Those who live at earth's farthest bounds are awed by your signs. You make the gateways of the morning and the evening shout for joy. You visit the earth and water it you greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide the people with grain, for so you have prepared it. You water its furrows abundantly, settling its ridges, softening, softening it with showers and blessing its growth. You crown the year with your bounty. Your wagon tracks overflow with richness. The pastures of the wilderness overflow the hills gird themselves with joy. The meadows clothe themselves with flocks. And the valleys deck themselves with grain. They shout and they sing together for joy. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Pray with me. God, we, we grant you access to our innermost being. We pray, God, that as we hear your word read and as we sing these songs of praise, as we hear your word proclaimed, we, we ask, God, that you would transform us. 
more and more for the better. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. So what is joy? Where does it come from? Where does it go? According to Google, joy is a lot like happiness. According to Google, it is a feeling. One definition offered by the internet, a search engine, is that joy is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. If you click on the images tab on the the search for joy, you will find many images demonstrating what joy is supposed to look like. One is a little girl like this. Another one is of a woman like this. We're told that's what joy looks like, a great happiness. But despite the Google definition and images connection between joy and happiness, there is also a article that comes up on page one of the Google search that points out that there is, in fact, a difference between happiness and joy. And that article suggests that joy is the greater of the two. Well, duh. (laughs) If we are defining joy as great happiness, then yes, joy is the greater of the two. Now, Scripture has a lot to say about joy. Uh, Much like peace, which we discussed last week, joy is mentioned over 240 times in the Scripture. That is a significant number. To put it further into perspective for our conversation today, with joy being mentioned 240 sometimes, happy is only mentioned 20 times, and happiness only six. Quite the difference. There is indeed a difference between joy and happiness, and the difference between the number of times each are mentioned in Scripture is just one of the differences. Based off of this evidence in Scripture, it would seem as if God is far, far more interested in creatures being joyful as opposed to their being happy. And two of the most prevalent places that joy is mentioned in Scripture are the Psalms and also in the work of the prophet Isaiah. And I spent some time this past week looking at how joy is talked about in those two prevalent places, and I was able to make some some interesting observations that somehow or another I had overlooked up until this point. Uh, Admittedly, I'd always known that there was a difference between uh, joy and happiness, and I always, at least as I've matured, knew that happiness was not so much a spiritual matter, whereas joy was more of a spiritual matter. But I never really dug much deeper to, to figure out from a biblical perspective what makes joy, joy. So through the scriptures, especially in the Psalms and Isaiah, joy is talked about in a way that is far different than what we or Google would define it as being a great happiness or, you know, happiness on steroids. Happiness is a feeling, but scripturally speaking, friends, joy, not so much a feeling. 
so much a feeling. So here is the preacher's definition of joy based on the word usage in the scriptures. Brace yourselves. I promise it's a little more complex than the Google, the Google definition, but I feel it's the right one. So here we go. Joy is a response, a response from all of creation, born out of gratitude, called forth by God in praise of God for the glory of God. I'm going to say it one more time. I know it's a lot, but I really, I'm really, really proud of it. So I want to say it again. Joy is a response, a response from all of creation, born out of gratitude and called forth by God for the praise and the glory of God. I can't do any better. <laughs> I mean... When I say that joy is a response from all of creation, I mean that, that joy is not something that is unique to humans. All of creation expresses joy. All of creation expresses joy in, in a wide variety of ways. In Psalm 65, for example, the meadows and the valleys, they clothe themselves with, with flocks of animals and, and with grain. And in doing so, they shout and they sing together for joy. Wow. You know, what, a, what a thought that, that, that valleys and meadows, they, they are singing together as, as the breeze blows through them. This is their story, right? This is their song. Praising God. This is their joy. The valleys, the meadows have joy. Psalm 65 also mentions that the gateways of the morning and the evening shout for joy. The gateways of the morning and the evening shout for joy. Typically, I would have a hard time understanding what that type of joy sounded like. But you see, we moved into a, a new home and, and almost every day since, I've been awakened by this sound. Five something every morning. It is the sound of a Chuck Wills widow. Chuck Will's widow. The gateways of the morning shouting for joy, even at five something in the morning. Every morning, right at the corner of my Duke room, uh, some people call them Carolina rooms, others call them sun rooms. <laughs> uh, my house is a Duke room. But right at the corner of that room, right by the bedroom, the Chuck Wills widow sings. And it is 
a song of joy every morning right on cue at the sign of the first light. And when I say the first light, I mean barely, <laughs> barely a light. But it sings its song of joy every day, every day at that first sign of light. Oh God, you make the gateways of the morning and the evenings shout for joy. Joy is a response, a response from all of creation, born out of gratitude. The Chuck Wills widow is grateful to see the light of day one more time. And so in response, it sings. The song is a response born out of gratitude. There is no joy without gratitude. If there is gratitude, then there is joy. And as aggravating as it may be to wake up to a bird that is so loud that it sounds like it's on your nightstand, what a glorious sight it is to behold the day's first light. Thank you, Lord, for another first light. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of another day. Joy is a response born out of gratitude and called forth by God. This was really the, the thing that surprised me the most in, in my reading this week is, is that it's called forth by God, joy is. The scripture reveals, especially in places throughout the Psalms and Isaiah, that, that, that God calls for joy. God calls for this, this joyful response from the birds and the valleys and from the people. God calls for it. We don't just decide on our own that we should be joyful when we wake up to a new morning. God calls us to be joyful when we wake up in the morning. God says, let there be light, and then there is light, and God says the light is good, and I'm going to appreciate that. And now you, because you get to experience this joyful morning, you should appreciate it as well. Appreciate the light, appreciate the gift that is the new day. That is God's call to us. God calls us to appreciation, an appreciation like gratitude is a partner for joy. And God calls us to participate in God's joy for all that is. And that participation, it sounds a lot like praise. It looks and sounds a lot like praise. Praise for the glory of God. And again, Scripture shows in many places that there is a direct correlation between joy and praise. This correlation between joy and praise that is called for by God in response to God's goodness and God's grace. Birdsong is joy made manifest in an act of praise. That's what it is. You could say, well, preacher, it's communication. 
Okay. Still joy made manifest in an act of praise, be it at the first light or the last. It's joy made manifest in an act of praise. The sound of wheat blowing in the field is joy made manifest in an act of praise. Our joining together to sing in this sanctuary, that is joy made manifest in an act of praise. Sitting out on the deck, taking in the first light or the last light, and being moved by that, being moved to the point of appreciation, that is joy made manifest in an act of praise. The sheer delight of the first breath of fresh air on a mild morning. The sheer delight of that first good sip of coffee. It makes you go, ah. The sheer delight of something that is lost being found. The sheer delight of petting a dog. The sheer delight of watching that dog see you for the first time in the morning. And as naughty as that dog may be at times, to see him just overtaken with joy because he sees you again. I see you again. I'm so glad to see you. Where have you been? I'm so happy you are here. I'm so happy you are me and you are together. Oh my goodness. He doesn't say all that out loud. He doesn't have to. His tail says it for him. Right? That's joy made manifest. what it looks like. You know, happiness, happiness comes and goes, naturally, because it is a feeling. It is contingent upon things going in a particular way, in a particular time, to make you feel good about the way things are. Joy's different. Joy is a response more than it is a feeling. It is a response from all of creation, born out of gratitude, called forth by God in praise of God for the glory of God. Therefore, there are no contingencies with joy. There is only willing or unwilling participation. There is only a recognition or a lack thereof. And so, if you're not sure whether or not you're doing the whole joy thing right, you know the whole thing about participation or unwilling participation, about recognition or the lack thereof, if, if you're not sure how well you're doing, then may I suggest that you just, just slow down a little bit. Just slow down. Take a look around. Listen up.
catch a glimpse or the sound of something that moves you to the point that you cannot help but say, wow. Respond. I think you all are doing really good. Let us pray. God, as you know, sometimes life is hard. We know there are those among us and maybe even some of us ourselves who feel overwhelmed, afraid. alone, some of us are far from happy, yet your joy abounds. God, we pray that in all seasons of our life, in all moments of each day that that is the gift that you have given us. We pray that we can participate with you in all creation in the practice of being joyful. Help us to do so. Through Jesus Christ our Lord and all God's people say, Amen.